episode is probably going to sound as if I'm venting a little bit or I'm fussing. Um, it just may be a different type of chit chat with Shelly Cheyenne. <laughs> But I am just, I had a different show for today, but I, I felt that it would be better for me to talk about this um, since I kind of touched on it a little bit earlier in the week. And the topic for today is the blame game, the constant blaming of other people, places and or things um, when you should be blaming yourself. And the reason that I felt inspired to make this particular show topic or what have you is because it just seems like recently a lot of people that I'm coming into contact with or just even random people I met on a plane um, a few weeks ago, I traveled and the person sitting next to me just started talking to me because I have one of those faces, y'all. I do. The, the, my facial expressions always seem to mean, hey, come talk to me. It's okay. You're not bothering me, even though I have earphones in my ear. But I'm, I don't mind it, honestly, um, as long as it's, it's, you know, good conversation, it's good. But anyway, this person went on to talk about how they weren't looking forward to the holidays. They have to go and be around their parents. And she went on to say how she's just not good with being around her parents. She doesn't, she, they just messed up her life. They did all of these things to her. They just destroyed her world. And I just sat there for a moment and I'm, I'm calculating how old this person is in my head. And I'll get to that in a minute. But I'm also thinking to myself, wow, you have a lot of deep rooted crust, crusty, uh, <laughs> hatred for your parents, but yet you're still going to be around them. How does that work? But anyway, um, I'm just like sitting there listening to her go on and on and on. And the one thing that when she's paused for a second, I said to her, can I ask you a question without being too, you know, uh, personal? And she said, sure. And I said, well, you said that your parents didn't really do much for you as a kid and they set up your life to where now you feel that you haven't accomplished anything in your world, anything in your time that you've been existing on this earth. And my question to you is, what part do you feel you played in any of this. And she paused and she looked at me and then she looked down and then she kind of, you know, did the wandering eye thing. And I thought she was kind of having a little fit, but then I said, okay, I'm gonna give her another second. And she said, well, I don't really, I really don't feel that I had any, any role in this. I mean, they're your parents. So as parents, they're supposed to, they're supposed to, they're supposed to, they're supposed to. And so I said to her and the conversation went on throughout the duration of the uh, flight, unfortunately, but the flight, <laughs> the conversation did go on and she, I, I ended it by saying to her, I understand that you have some issues with your parents and that's, that's sad at this point in your life that you feel that way. However, I still feel that there is a role that you have played in the longevity of this issue that you've had with them in how your feelings, obviously you're not healed from any of it. And 
it also is impacting your relationships in your, that you've had over the course of your life, both personal relationships, um, romantic, professional. You know, she went on to talk about she can't keep a job or whatever, and I'm thinking, good Lord, okay. So it just, in, it just made me feel to ask this question to my listeners. How many of you guys are out there walking around still blaming somebody for doing something that you feel damaged your life and you have not actually taken the steps to either correct or to see your part of the blame? And here's another example. I've previously talked about when I was married and blah, 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 I got divorced. Okay. Um, But the reason why I refer back to that episode in my life is because I grew so much from the short time that I was married, thank God. And and I learned so much about myself. And looking at myself today versus my 25-year-old self who walked down that aisle and got married and who proceeded to blame my uh, ex-husband throughout the last almost 20 years since my divorce, um, I never really stopped and looked at my part of that. I never stopped until it was probably about five or six years after the divorce when I was going through some self-development and discovery and doing my Oprah and all this other kind of stuff, my Yala Van Zants and reading all these books when I something just finally said, you know what? You had a hand in this too. Now, granted, he was a hot mess. Now, I've told him that. I ain't talking about him behind his back. I've told him to his face. You were a hot mess to. But I was a hot mess as well. I was not, I never knew what <laughs> what I would say what true love was. I didn't know how to be a wife at 25 years old. What did I know? I didn't have I didn't have enough knowledge about life, let alone the responsibility of what came with marriage. So I had a lot of a role and a part in the dysfunction as well and the downfall as well. I still say that a lot of it fell on his shoulders, but I can now, <laughs> I can now see my part. And I've since in recent years had a conversation with him and also addressed my part of the downfall in our marriage, which he was surprised to hear. So it, it really got me to thinking, why do we spend so much time pointing that finger? I posted something on my Facebook and Instagram at Coach Shelly Cheyenne page where I talked about the boomerang finger effect. Like that boomerang, you can throw that sucker out and it's supposed to like somehow come back to you. I've never thrown a boomerang, so I don't know if that's actually true or not, but go ahead and try it and let me know. But the boomerang effect is, yeah, you're throwing that finger out, you're pointing that index finger at something. Well, that person did this or that job destroyed me or that boss did this to my self-esteem and I couldn't get ahead or that this and that happened. And it's like, where is that finger and when is that finger being turned back around and pointed back at yourself? Because I always believe that while you are able to give and talk about what somebody else did and give them the give them that finger out there, then there has to be some stuff that you did. There has to be a role that you've played, even if it's a small role. And I was in another conversation this week where a group of us women, we got together and we were all just having different talks about life and whatever. 
whatever. And one of the things that this one um, woman was saying is how she felt she was not to blame for the relationship that she was in for five or six years. And she just went on and on about him and all the issues he had and blah, blah, blah. And it just went on and on. I asked her the same question I asked the lady on the plane. What part of this relationship and situation that you said you you are constantly saying that this person did this he did that he did this but you also have a responsibility to yourself to your wellness to your health to your life and someone is making you feel a certain way what what reason do you have that you can tell me that you felt it was best to stay as long as you did so let's stop always pointing the finger at something else at someone else at that other thing because we need to start taking advantage of, stop taking advantage of the situation. Stop making ourselves look like the innocent in all of this. Stop making ourselves feel better by saying, well, it wasn't me, it was really them. If you don't lose weight after you've tried and tried and tried. Let's, instead of saying, well, this diet failed me. Well, this diet didn't work. Well, this workout plan didn't work. Well, that gym, I don't like that gym. Well, that gym didn't do it for me. Stop blaming the gym. Let's let's look at what it really takes to lose weight. It takes consistency, discipline, and to have your mind made up that you're tired of being in that same body that you're tired of being in. So it's not gonna just take you going for a walk or putting down that donut a couple of times a week. It's not gonna just take that. It's gonna take the mind power, the mental capacity, the ability, which sometimes I don't have. I, I struggle with this very much because I love to eat what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I do. But I also am realistic with myself. I, if someone says, hey, you put on some weight. I did, yes. I most certainly absolutely did. And here's why. Because I'm not consistent. And so I have to, I can blame all the other things. Like I tried to recently blame my boo thing <laughs> for why I regained some of the pounds that I lost last year. And he just kind of, because he and I used to get up and we would, you know, hit the track. We would go work out. We would go to the parks every day, blah, blah, blah. And uh, then we kind of tapered off and we don't do that now. And because my schedule has changed, but I have since said to him, you know, if you would have just kept the same schedule as me, then, then I wouldn't have gained back that, you know, five or six or 10 pounds, you know, it ain't been no five or there. 10 pounds. Okay. Then he looked at me and he said, really, really? And then I had to, I had to go back and say, you know what? You're right. It was me because I didn't do what I needed to do for myself. I didn't take the responsibility of getting my tail up by myself and doing all the things that I did last year. So when we come back, I'm gonna give you some tips on how to stop doing that finger pointing and boomerang that finger back at yourself and take ownership of your part in your dramas. Okay, darling, so of course, number one is to pray. And in this situation, it's very important to pray. I think a lot of people hold on to so much um, bitterness and anger and hatred sometimes, especially towards their parents. 
um, their, you know, former partners, lovers, whatever, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, all that family, kids, friend, everybody. But mainly a lot of people hold so much bitterness towards their parents that they go throughout their life feeling that way. And they may still have a relationship with their parents, but something in them will not let them you know, totally and completely love that parent because they're still holding on to that bitterness. So I want y'all to really pray and ask for the ability to remove that bitterness from your heart, remove it, lift it, get it out of you. It's a stronghold. It's determining your next steps in your life because a lot of times we aren't able to love fully and freely because we're still holding on to hatred or bitterness towards someone that we did love. So it's hard for us to love, you know, the next person or someone else that comes into our life. So prayer will help you remove that and get you back straight in your mind. And what I just really believe that once you pray about that, it's going to just be a weight lifted off your shoulders. It's going to allow you to heal once and for all, and it's going to allow you to forgive. And that's the number one thing that comes with a lot of this blame game and finger pointing. We don't want to forgive that person. We want to, it just feels better when we continue to blame them, right? So just remember to always pray. So think about that. Think about that. And then the second thing I would do is make changes. I have a friend that was just telling me a couple of months ago, uh, my mom, she was always working and, you know, she did all these things. But one thing I've, I wish that my childhood consisted of is my mother teaching me how to cook and showing me different ways to cook. And so I just feel like really missed out. And I, I asked her, I said, well, have you thought of maybe taking some cooking classes? Uh, the internet is full of free classes on different things. And I mean, YouTube, come on, you can go on YouTube and Google it, uh, YouTube anything, and you can learn it. So stop blame. What are you doing right now? <laughs> What are you doing right now about the fact that you never learned how to cook? What are you doing about that? Instead of constantly blaming your mother, who I'm sure had reasons why I'm sure she was working probably, trying her best to take care of y'all. So maybe teaching you how to cook was not really on a high, her high list of importance. Um, but what are you doing right now about that? Instead of finding ways to blame your mother for things that you at 40 something years old can learn on your own. You can take the steps. The third thing I want to say, and that's kind of feeding into um, coming from the second point, start doing something now about it. Stop sitting here saying and, and continuing on your life with this mindset of, well, I'm just gonna, you know, continue to blame all the things that I didn't do or all the reasons why I didn't do them instead of now putting, pulling up my big draws, Okay, my big boy draws, my big girl draws, and actually doing those things. So many times we allow our lives to not be lived to its fullest potential because we want excuses. So I think the third thing is to say, stop giving yourself excuses. Stop giving yourself an excuse as to why I can't go back to school to get my degree because I had kids at a young age and I'm raising kids now and the daddy ain't no good. Okay, so the daddy ain't no good. But what does that have to do with you? What does that have to do with you? finding ways to still accomplish what you want to do and still be there for your children. There's online programs, honey. You can't tell me nothing. So, <laughs> so there, stop giving yourself the excuse because to me, a lot of excuses are rooted in laziness. 
A lot of excuses is just, I just really didn't want to do it, but I want to make pretend as if I really did want to do it, but I have this situation that's holding me back. No, you and you alone are the only ones that are holding you back. Nobody else is holding you back. Nobody else is doing any of these things. Nobody else is paying attention. You know, half the time, people ain't even paying attention to you. You steady holding a grudge and pointing fingers at somebody that probably nine times out of 10, if not 10 times out of 10, ain't even thinking nothing about you because they too busy living their life. So use this, hopefully this message, though it was a rambling one that I gave today. (laughs) Next week, it might be a little bit uh, back on schedule. But I just had to get this out because as we are entering a new year, 2020, we're entering a new decade. Start that decade off with the ability to, to leave those strongholds alone, to stop pointing your fingers to the past and why you aren't who you should be by now. Start making changes so that you can be the person that you so-called claim you want to be. Ain't nothing holding you back from doing that. God ain't holding you back from doing that. He, he definitely ain't telling you to point no fingers and he definitely ain't telling you to live in the past. So with that, I hope you guys have a great weekend. I am going to have an awesome weekend. So I want you to as well. And don't forget to check back here on Sunday for a girl. That's a word. Until then, darlings. Bye. Thank you for listening to Chit Chat with Shelly Cheyenne. Subscribe to this podcast and follow Coach Shelly on Instagram and Facebook at Coach Shelly, C-H-E-L-L-E-Y, Cheyenne, C-H-E-Y-E-N-N-E. Tune in next week for more exciting conversation with your host, Life Balance Influencer, Coach Shelly Cheyenne.